Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm glad you're here. Today, we are talking all about how do you stop eating when it just tastes so good. Also, how do you stop eating when there's other reasons, like things maybe you got told growing up that you had to clean your plate and that's really ingrained in you as an adult. Or maybe you've restricted often enough where now you just have to eat it all, sort of in rebellion from all that restriction you've done. Or if you go out to eat and you pay for a meal, you maybe have thoughts like, well, I paid for this food. I spent money on it, so I need to eat this all. Or maybe you have the thought, I have to eat it all or I'm wasting food. Or simply just, but it tastes so good. I just want to keep eating because it tastes so good. So if any of these ring true for you, I want you to take a listen to learn how to unlearn this habit that is keeping you from living in the body you really want to be living in. I hope you are finding something useful from these episodes and this podcast. And if so, please share it with someone else in your life you feel it could benefit. This podcast is also now monetized. So if you really feel you are getting a lot from it and want to help keep it going, please go to the episode show notes. You can just scroll down from wherever you're listening. You'll see a description of the episode and then you will see it says support this podcast and then there's a link you can click on. You can click on that link and that's where you can support the podcast. Even the smallest donation, like 99 cents, helps to keep me producing the podcast. And to those of you who have donated, I really, really appreciate the support. I really do appreciate all of you listening and sharing the space with me. Again, just very thankful for all of you. If you are working on the skills of waiting until you're hungry to eat and then stopping when your body has had enough. Both of these are skills which can be learned and practiced and they both lead to lasting weight loss. So you're working on those and you've had the habit of cleaning your plate or not being able to stop when your body has had enough, there is going to be an issue. But but the good news is that both these skills, waiting until you're hungry to eat and stopping when your body not your mind has had enough can be practiced and learned. So in this episode, we're going to focus on the skill of stopping at enough, even when you have all the habit thoughts that create more desire to keep you eating, such as 
it just tastes so good. So many of us who have restricted in the past, this is me, if you know my story, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I had a lot of issues with heavy, heavy restriction and then binging, um, and, uh, or binging. And then I would use tons and tons of exercise, um, to, to purge, if you will. And, and so if any, if any of you have had things like that in the past, um, we are going to have this tendency to want to feel full, right? Because if you've restricted at all, so this may be because you've done diet after diet after diet. And so you go on these really like crash calorie diets, or you go on these juicing cleanses where your body's not getting enough nourishment for a week. And so any sort of restriction like that, the body really takes that into account. And if it happens over and over and over again, the brain sort of learns that you're going to treat your body this way. And so when you do eat, it throws up every urge and craving and desire to really get over full because the brain is like, we need to take care of the body. She's going to restrict again at some point and she's eating now. So let's get her to eat as much as she possibly can um, so that we can store this because we know she's going to restrict again. So So you actually gain this sort of habit desire to feel really full. And this really over full feeling creates a sense of safety. So we don't even know a lot of this is going on subconsciously, unconsciously. But for those of us who have restricted in whatever way you've restricted over time, many times, you know, we really get into this thing of we feel really safe when we're over full. So you know, think about this in sort of evolutionary terms. This this would make sense. If you're out searching for food all day, you know, your sympathetic nervous system, you're in that, is going off. You're in that heightened awareness. You're in fight or flight. You're out searching, um, you know, and, and we would want to be in that heightened state of arousal when out looking for food to keep us alive. And then once we make the kill, so to say, and we eat up, we're finally full and we're safe. Our bodies will go on to live another day. And so the brain is like, yay, you know, we're, we're safe. Turn on the parasympathetic, that set parasympathetic nervous system. So you now are going to feel relaxed, satiated. You know, your breath gets deeper, not as shallow. It might be the only time in your day where you feel that safety, if you will. And this is a wonderful feeling if you are used to living in that high-stressed, shallow breath, fight or flight, high arousal state all day long. Overeating changes your state your body sensations, your feelings, your experience. And this is all great, except for the fact that this is what keeps you from losing weight and or creates more weight gain. So if you've ever restricted, like I said, through excessive dieting or even created a sense for yourself that you are deprived or restricted just through your thoughts, right? Because remember, restriction and deprivation doesn't mean you're actually restricting or depriving the food in reality. It may just mean you're thinking that way. So your thoughts of things like, I'm on a diet so I can never eat cookies. You know, just remember that restriction and deprivation can come in the form of either actually restricting food 
as well as just having restrictive thoughts. So you can be having restricted thoughts about food and still overeating the foods, but just the restrictive thoughts are going to create that state of restriction, which creates the feelings and sensations of deprivation that make the brain believe you're in danger. And so creates a state in the body, you know, that state of stress in the body So it will up cortisol and it will create this sort of hormonal cascade where it will hold on to every single calorie it can and will not release fat stores. So just a reminder, you don't actually have to be behaviorally restricting food, but just thinking in ways that are restrictive or depriving around food, around what you're eating can also create this body state sensation or situation of no weight loss and even weight gain. So side note to remember to work on really becoming aware of and then practicing pivoting any thoughts of deprivation or restriction to ones of abundance. And I'm in the midst of writing an outline for a new episode that will be coming up, I don't know, few episodes from now um, on how to really focus on creating thoughts of abundance around how you're eating, around the food you eat, around your diet, if you will. Um so that you can stay away from these thoughts of deprivation and uh, restriction that really put the body into that place of not being able or not agreeing (laughs) to release uh, fat stores and um, holding on to all the calories possible. So here's the good news. We can unlearn to enjoy feeling overfull. The, the not so great news is that there is a grieving process that we go through when we do this. But more good news, once we go through that grieving process, there is relief, there's freedom, there's that, you know, quotation marks, normal eating, and there's a healthy relationship with food um, that emerges. And of course, there is permanent weight loss if your goal is to lose weight and keep it off. So the first step is to bring awareness to this issue at each food encounter. Awareness is being mindful. So we want to be mindful as we eat. We want to notice when we start to get a sense that our bodies have had enough. So sometimes using a hunger scale can help with this at first until you get good at sort of knowing your body signals that, you know, Um, or your body cues that your body has had enough, you know, so some examples like my at enough cues, like your body's had enough are typically that my hunger signals dissipate. Um, I sometimes I I have this one and I've heard other people say this too. So this is something you could consider to look at. I sometimes will sigh after I've had a particular bite through my meal. And that's another cue for me personally that, um, my body's had enough. I, I sometimes notice that thought, um, you know, just the thought will come up like you're good, your body's full, and that's a cue for me. So just noticing that thought coming up, it, it is different for everyone. And it takes some time to learn your own personal cues and signals. But again, it's important to be aware and practice that mindfulness at first at every food encounter. And eventually it just becomes automatic. It's like a habit. You don't have to like on purpose be mindful anymore. You're just, you're just mindful (laughs) with your food. So it does, after some practice, it does start, stop. um, It does stop taking effort. So the next step is to really understand that you are going to grieve when we have to stop eating 
when our bodies have had enough. And this is just a fact. And I do not want to ever leave it out because it's really important that as you start to do this work, you're not surprised when you start to experience feelings of sadness, of anger, of wanting to bargain, right? And these are all sort of those stages of grief. You know, I know my body's had enough, but it just tastes so good. And I just want more. So I'm going to keep eating, but I'll eat less tomorrow. That's like a bargaining part of that. And, and grieving is a process. It's about really feeling these feelings, really feeling these grieving feelings. I have lots of episodes on this and, and how to really feel your feelings. So you can go back and, you know, if you're um, new to this and, and haven't heard any of those, you can go back and listen to some of those. So you need to acknowledge, you need to name, and you need to sit with these feelings. Writing them out can usually help move the process along a little quicker. Write about the sadness, write about why you are angry. So for example, I'm angry because my bestie can eat whatever she wants and I'm not able to eat that much and she stays thin and I gain weight and it's not fair. I'm angry because I work so hard and deserve to be able to eat more than this. Again, not fair. But as with any grieving process, if you do your work through the process, you eventually move into acceptance. And once you're in that acceptance stage, things start clicking at a much, much faster rate. And in this stage, you still might not like it, but you are completely at peace with it, right? The intensity of the sadness and the grieving and the anger and the bargaining goes way down. You may still experience some sadness and anger at different points, but now while you're experiencing these feelings, they're not so intense. You also have a sense of peace that underlies the more difficult feelings and again, makes them less intense and less frequent and much more manageable. The beautiful part is when you go through this space, and even though you might have some sadness and some anger about not being able to eat what you want to eat, you know, it, when you get to that sense of those feelings are less intense, you're more in that acceptance stage, what also starts to happen is you start to drop weight if that's your goal, um, or you're able to maintain your weight. And there's a lot of... Um, good feelings that come along with that. And so it kind of switches over so to, yeah, that's kind of hard to have to put my fork down when it tastes so good and I really want more. And I'm also feeling proud of myself because I'm actually living in the way I want to live with food and myself. So the last step here is to actually practice. So at your meals, you go in with the intention to practice this new skill, stopping at enough, stopping when your body, not your mind, has had enough. You sit down, you stay mindful. Maybe you need a little sticky note next to your plate to remind you to practice this. You stay mindful and aware and you look for cues that your body has had enough. You pay attention to the sensations in your body. And at some point, you stop eating. And then your brain will start screaming at you, I need more, it tastes so good, you deserve this, you deserve to relax, have more. And this is when you need to remind yourself that this is your lower brain screaming, not your higher brain. Your higher brain, your wise mind knows that your body has had enough. Your lower brain is that scared little kid that still believes it's in danger. You, you may notice that you start to experience things like a faster heartbeat, a little panic as your brain flips you into fight or flight. This is all really normal when you're practicing this skill. Just remind your brain that it's all okay, 
that your body has had enough and we're practicing a new skill. Soothe yourself with kind and compassionate self-talk. Hey, it, it makes sense. I'm a little panicked right now and that I feel stressed. This is part of the process of unwinding this habit. I am taking care of me and this new skill is what will create lasting weight loss for me. This is the skill that will create a healthy relationship with food and with myself. Practicing this skill means I will experience emotions I usually try to suppress or numb to, and I have the skills to sit in these emotions, to handle them as I know they will eventually pass. Words like that, sentences like that. Your self-talk can really create a sense of safety for yourself in these moments as you're practicing this new, new skill. And I, I get it. This can be a really daunting task for some of us. But for anyone truly ready to change, to lose that weight and to keep it off, to find a healthy relationship with food as well as with themselves, where there is a sense of freedom or normalcy, where a life is not all about the food and the body chatter that can be incessant for many of us in our minds, but instead a life that becomes about living in beautiful ways, ways that involve our values, creativity, healthy whole relationships with those we love, giving energy and time to other goals we have in life, and finally can experience rest, relief, and freedom. I hope that you've learned something that you can carry with you and start to practice to create more of the life you really want to be living and in the body you really want to be living that life in. If you did find something helpful, please subscribe to the podcast from whatever listening platform you are listening at, hitting that subscribe button and or leaving a review. Well, hitting the subscribe button is going to allow you to receive each up and coming episode as soon as it's released each week. And if you leave a review, that really helps people be able to find the podcast much easier. It's how the logarithms work. Um, thank you so much for your support of this podcast. Um, I get emails almost weekly from people um, talking about how they appreciate some of this and that I'm talking about this and, and talking about weight and food in a way um, that is a little bit different than the norm of just getting on some diet or following macros or calories or any of that. Um, I just, I appreciate your feedback. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you sharing this space with me every week. Take care and we will talk soon. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N and get in touch with questions on all things I offer like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services. Mm -hmm.